0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uvalde school police chief fired. Should have been done 89 days ago. We're not done. Pushback on Biden loan plan. When we borrow money, we ought to pay it back. Jury sides with Kobe Bryant's widow. First responders took gruesome photos and shared those photos. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, at an emotional school board meeting in Uvalde, Texas, three months after the elementary school massacre, the school police chief, Pete Arredondo was fired. As we hear from CBS's Janet Shamlion, he's the first official to lose his job over the law enforcement response that was labeled an abject failure. The Uvalde school board meeting opened with anger and frustration. I have messages for PR. All the law enforcement that were there that day, turn in your badge and step down. You don't deserve to wear one. As the board left to deliberate behind closed doors, victims' family members shared their grief. We just want to fight for our children and we want them to be remembered. We just want to stop being disappointed. Arredondo didn't show. His attorneys instead releasing a 17-page statement. It said no blame should be placed on Chief Arredondo for law enforcement's response to the shooting. And it described calls for his firing as a public lynching. The board fired Arredondo by unanimous vote Wednesday after more than an hour in closed session. For some, delayed justice was tainted by exhaustion. And outrage. He should be fired automatic, no matter what. No pay, no new jobs, no nothing. Now to Washington. CBS's Nancy Cordes has the latest on the reaction to President Biden's plan to forgive millions in federal student debt. On college campuses from coast to coast, excitement spread so quickly some student loan websites crashed. I've racked up a lot of debt and it would be a huge financial blessing to get rid of at least even a little bit of that. The president's plan will forgive $10,000 worth of student debt for individuals making less than $125,000 a year or couples earning less than $250,000. People who got Pell grants as low-income students could see their debt cut by $20,000. The move was hailed by progressives and slammed by Republicans. If you owe money, as challenging as it is, you have an obligation to pay it back. It is hurting people who paid off their own debts. What's being called a conceptual agreement is in place now to end the strike by teachers in Columbus, Ohio. Students will continue learning remotely the rest of this week with a planned switch to the classroom on Monday. It's expected federal prosecutors will today file a blacked-out version of the FBI affidavit that led to the search of former President Trump's Florida estate. It's not clear when a judge will make the redacted version public. A federal jury in Los Angeles County has reached a decision in a case brought by the late basketball star Kobe Bryant's widow. CBS's Steve Futterman. Vanessa Bryant had sued the county after pictures taken by a sheriff's deputy and firefighter at the Kobe Bryant crash site were shared with a number of people. She called it an invasion of privacy, which led to emotional distress. The jury agreed with her, awarding her $16 million dollars. Vanessa Branch was in the courtroom and cried as the verdict was announced. A second plaintiff, whose wife and daughter were killed in the crash, was awarded $15 million. Also in California, a state board is sent to vote today on a plan that would call for all new vehicles sold in the state to be powered by electricity or hydrogen by the year 2035. Severin Borenstein is an energy economist at Cal Berkeley. The main impact is when California demonstrates these sorts of things can be done without damaging the economy, so that other states and countries will take the same path. California is already running behind an effort to get 250,000 public charging stations up and running by 2025. At least 25 people, including children, were killed in an attack in Ukraine on the country's Independence Day. CBS's Deborah Panta. Russian missiles pummeled a railway station in the dnipro region. This is our life every day, said President Zelensky. This attack is how Russia prepared for this United Nations meeting. Zelensky was speaking to the body's security council where he urged them to take control of the situation at the Russian-occupied Zaporizhia nuclear power plant, which has become a perilous frontline. Now to Japan, where the country's national police chief has resigned over last month's assassination of former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. Here at home, heavy rain and flash floods prompted evacuations and rescues in central Mississippi. The Weather Channel's Justin Michaels says it means a big cleanup for a lot of families. Dave and Ovis Crum just moved in two months ago. Our house burned March the 1st and we lost everything. So we bought this house and now it's, it's flooded. Flash flooding forced schools to close near Jackson and left drivers stranded in their cars. More than 40 residents at a nursing home are among those who had to be rushed to safety. There's a new analysis of Pfizer's COVID-19 pill. CBS's Linda Kenyon Researchers looked at 190,000 COVID patients, 65 and older, and found Paxlovid reduced hospitalizations among that population by 75% when given shortly after infection. Those between the ages of 40 and 65 saw no measurable benefit. First Lady Jill Biden took that medication after a case of COVID and is now testing positive once again. It's considered a rebound case. The White House says she's not experiencing any symptoms. There's new information about an illness that raised concern for dog owners. CBS's Deborah Rodriguez. Researchers at a Michigan State Diagnostic Lab confirm the mystery illness that's killed more than 30 dogs in northern Michigan is parvovirus. Officials still don't know why none of the canine victims tested positive for the virus, but records show they had not been fully vaccinated against it. In Middletown, Pennsylvania, the high school football season has been canceled as officials investigate a hazing incident allegedly involving team members. There is video the superintendent called disturbing and upsetting police are also looking into it the national rhythm and blues hall of fame finally has a home the, is gone. the small mississippi delta town of marks will house the facility that will honor r and musicians the goal is to finish the national rhythm and blues hall of fame in two or three years more than 200 artists have been inducted since it was founded in 2013 including ray charles bb king and the supremes yeah. The R&B Hall of Fame's founder says the small town of Marks, Mississippi was chosen because it was the starting point for Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s Poor People's Campaign in 1968 and the local cotton fields were where the roots of R&B were formed. Jennifer Kuiper, CBS News. There's newfound fame for 17-year-old Mac Rutherford. After a safe landing in Bulgaria, he became the youngest person to fly solo around the world. A five-month trip in an ultralight aircraft. 34,000 miles, 221 hours of flying time. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network